What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. This podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godi. This your boy Smash coming at you. This is Giovanni, and it's your boy BTG. And somebody in here is a painter. Oh, <laughs> somebody been watching the Irishman? Who's you watched the Irishman? Haven't you? Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm too scared. I'm too, I'm too scared to admit it. <laughs> we got we got the we got the brothers back together. Uh, Smash. How you feel about that? Oh man, I feel good. They woke me up, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> man, we got we should have a good show, man. We got the band back together. Uh, this, we got one smash. Before we go, we only got one more episode before we close out season three. Finally, been a long time, man. It's yeah. Now nah, we I'm ready. I'm ready to close out season three and start this stove because we got something in stove for everybody. So. In stove, not in store. In, in stove, nah, so you know nah, it's gonna be no good. R there. There's no R E in that word. <laughs> no nope. S T O. In stove. That, in that, stove for you. That's that damn ATL in coming out of him. <laughs> nah, what's, man. What's been happening, fellas? Jill, the Globe Trotter. Where you? Where, cur- yes. where you are currently right now, Jill? I'm currently in Costa Rica. Coast. Costa Rica. <laughs> mm. In the warehouse. <laughs> We might have to edit out his whereabouts. <laughs> hey, BTG, I'm actually I'm working for a company that just bought out another company from Panama. Yep, I heard that story before. <laughs> when he said, hey, BTG, I got so nervous because I just knew he was about to ask me to go somewhere with him. I ain't going nowhere with you. See, I ain't driving nowhere with BTG. Nowhere with Gio. Never get in the car with El Jefe. Nope, I'm busy. Man, Gio, what B, uh, BTG, what you got on your front, man? What's going on with you? Man, it's goddamn rain out here. They said it never rains out here. They've been lying for the past two weeks. It's been raining and cold, water. bro. Oh, man. You know, once it get down to 50 degrees, we don't know how to act. <laughs> well, at least the crime rate go down a little bit. Yeah, because we scared to come outside this goddamn wet. <laughs> we, we don't like getting wet like that. Nah. So it's been days? Nah, you know what? It's only been like, it, it, it'll go for like a day or something like that. Like it went from, it went from like 40 something degrees, showering down, and then like up until like three hours ago, the sun was out. <laughs> so, but it's going to come back though. We need we need a little bit. We need to, you know, get some of this oil off the ground and, you know, restore some of that uh some of them hills and the mountains that was set on fire. Trying to cool it off, huh? Yeah, man. Balance everything out. Gio, he on the he on yes. the pod last week frying chimichangas in the middle of the podcast, bro. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> man, that was that was all go to your fault. Uh Gio, do you eat cranberry sauce? No. What where, where, where would you rate cranberry sauce? Where I rake it? Wait, what would you what, if out of a hundred percent, what percentage would you give cranberry sauce? Like I could eat it, so that's better than most stuff. But I prefer not to eat it. You like it in the can or you like the fresh the fresh cranberries? Man, I only had it in the can. I don't even know what fresh cranberry is. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that had counted. That had counted Joe, written all over. Right. <laughs> he was designated to slam that knife in the back of that can to make it ooze out the front. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know it came another way. It came. You sell it fresh? <laughs> this is new to me. That is hilarious. So I'm sitting here. We're we, we gonna we gonna start here first, man. We're gonna talk a little sports here first. So that's that's gonna be an interview coming out with with Tua from Alabama, quarterback from Alabama that hurt his hip. He's sitting down with, with Kurt Herbstreet and he's telling his quasi plan on 
him either going back to college or going to NFL. I want to hear your guys' idea of what do you think is the best route for him? And do you think it's good? You think he should go to college or should he go ahead and enter the pros and earn his way through? Mm, I can see it both ways, really. Because with that injury, he easily drops to the second round somewhere. Uh, and because of his height, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Um, but the way, I think the way the, uh, the passing style the traditional quarterback is going out the window, so that helps him a little bit. But at the same, at the same time, if he was with new technology, because we lost one of the best running backs of all time with a hip injury, um, he comes back and transfers, then he can help his stock for the next draft. So I can see either way. Um, I'm different, so I'll just bet on myself. I try to get a one-year contract. I would rather not I'll go in the NFL but I'd rather not get drafted so I could just sign a one year contract prove myself and then then cut that big check would you take him in Chicago yeah take him in Chicago I know I I, I say he should go Um, he should have never been playing anyway when he had the the previous injury Uh, he should have set out uh, extra week when they played what was it, LSU he should have pretty much set out that game and so when he got hurt I mean that just writing on the wall man go ahead and get your money if you fall to the second round you fall to the second round but go go ahead and get in there and get that money because I don't know how that hip is going to be like you said BTG the, the technology is there to get them you know back right and get them in the game but uh, you know after everybody come back from an injury they play a little timid so and I never saw Tua as being a star in the NFL, but at the same time, I don't see um I didn't see old boy being a star either. Uh, what's the what's the quarterback in Arizona now? Oh, Kyler Kyle Murray? Yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I didn't see him being a star either. So But I you know what? Wrong. We we really didn't think about this though. If he does go to the league, it's not like they're gonna start him off top. Right. Right. So, so he could be getting rest just sitting on the bench learning the playbook. Yeah, and, and that's a good thing about it because, like, now, if he's – my thing is, if you're uh, if you you're asking to go top five, that means you got to play immediately. They're not paying you top five money to sit on the, on the bench. So people like Miami and Cincinnati, teams like that, they're going – if they, need, they have quarterback needs, they're going to take you in the top five, then they're expecting you to produce. You know? Oh, so, Miami, my, Miami throwing him out there. Yeah, no doubt. So for him, it's it's just conducive for him to have the hip injury to go to somebody like New England or somebody that's that's a contender that already has a quarterback where he can sit down, rest, and learn. And, you know, to me, it just it just screams to me that he just doesn't have confidence in himself. That I I want to get to the draft higher so when I when I wash out, at least I have a boatload of money versus him earning his earning earning his pay. Because you did it to yourself. Like like Smash said, he should have never played. Now, the LSU game, I would have played. But after the LSU game, I'd have set out until I played Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Oh, no, I disagree with that. I'm not playing in that LSU game. Them nah. boys hit. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, like They, they would have killed. Hey, no, 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 no. I understand about standing up for your school and playing against a rivalry. But no, 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 no. Not against them. Not against them hungry dogs. Not they going after their... They, they they're trying to thank you LSU. That's all I gotta say. Thank that. You. That's why he wanted them to play. So because they they knew that dog was injured, they yeah. wanted to keep attacking. We wanted to smash oh, him up real good. <laughs> but so. I, I would go. I mean, I, my thing is, I would I would actually go get the money because what he's saying now it sounds like something that Nick Saban prepared him to say. You know, all, all he's looking out for is his best interest. Why? That's the reason why he got hurt hurt in the first place. Saban looking out for his best interest. He was just trying to get in that playoff. He was just, I, and without you too, I can't make the playoffs. I need you to play. You know, he got people going to do surgeries, tying shoestrings around a fracture for him to get out there to play against LSU. It made no sense. Like when you could have sat down and just chilled and your stock would, like he could have actually sat out this whole year. From the time he had that injury, he could have sat out and went to the draft and been a top five pick. But because you chose to play, now you ruin your stock. Well, well can I ask y'all a question? Um, I'm being nice about it, but do you think a team is going to take a chance at him in those first couple of rounds? Yeah. Do you yes. really? Do you really think? Yeah. Do you really think there's a team out there that's going to waste their first? I would say top three draft picks 
on him. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, yeah. Top the one team's top three. Yeah, he's not falling lower than the third round. I don't believe so. Mm, I don't know, man. I think there's uh, a lot, them to there's do a lot it. of teams that need quarterbacks. The half there's the a lot of these quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, but, but he had, but he's the but, but the thing is, though, he sustained two injuries in the same season. No, he sustained. Well, yeah, that's this year, but he's he is known to be injury prone. No, but no, but, but but my point is, is this season that he that's everybody's talking about him leaving though. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Now his history, yes, uh, that that's even worse. You could add that to it. And I'm talking about this year alone. He had two like crazy injuries. You know, to being airlifted to the hospital. You know, like all that is crazy. I don't know if they're willing to take a chance on him. Like, and you know what? I don't want to do this, but I got to do this. If they're willing to take a chance on him. You know who else they need to take a chance on? Who's that? You know yeah, who you trying to come. get to. You know who you're losing to. <laughs> hey, if they go, hey, look, if they gonna try out Dirty Hip, they gotta give it to Cap. He said was it Dirty, dirty Hip. hip. <laughs> <laughs> Cap, think, Cap has no ceiling though. That's the difference. I think it depends on how his how uh, Tua's tape look or how he looks when he's doing drills or something. So I think. If he looks like he can function, somebody will take him and put him on the bench. I mean, that's where he was going anyway. When have you seen a a Alabama quarterback really uh, thrive in the NFL? I'll wait. Uh, Willie Joe Namath. Okay. That's the. It wasn't that the AFL. <laughs> the old, the old Jets. <laughs> that's the last. Alabama one. don't. Alabama don't produce quarterbacks, so it wasn't like he was. That's what I said. He wasn't really gonna be a star in the NFL anyway, so he might as well just uh, pack up the bags and go while the getting's good. Mm, well, so the consensus is leave, right? And and BTG is on the fence. Go either way. He happy either way. I think. I think. Um, to be safe with it for his sake, I say he he transfer and show that he can still play and and help his stock. But I mean, if y'all feel like he's not going to drop past the second or third, then he might as well go now. I I don't I don't know. Looking back at it, I think they might be a little bit cautious on picking him up. Cause look, I mean, they did the same thing with um, what was that boy? He's out of the league now. He came from dang, what's his name? The quarterback that we all thought was going to Dallas, but he ended up playing for the Browns. Oh, Johnny Manziel? Yeah. But he, he um, had off-the-field issues. He had other issues besides just – he didn't have any physical yeah. injuries. He just had mental injuries. Who else? And he went Wait, in the first round. Yeah. But they, no, they I know, picked up an old boy, what? too, who had the uh, neck issues, the wide receiver um, last year. I think it was last year. He had, like, broke his neck or something, and he made his comeback – he big receiver cool. too. Can't think of who he play for. I can't think right now. I just remember seeing him. I had to look it up, man. Well, we we know me. one thing: Geo favorite city, Cleveland. We know they'll take a chance on it. Oh my goodness, that's the worst place in America, man. <laughs> Set him up, knock him down, Geo. <laughs> yeah, worst place. Worst place is 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 a toss up between that and Detroit. Man. You to ride with your Midwesterns, Jill. Nah, we don't get we don't get along. Do not get along with them. St. <clears throat> Louis, they could fall in that category too. Dang. East St. Louis. Yeah, East St. Louis is actually Illinois. Right. I, I know, see, right? I just want to see if you're gonna throw that in there, because you're from Illinois. I want to see if you're gonna throw your people under the bus. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're alluding to. <laughs> yeah. So changing gears, they kind of they got that they they got that soft skin, man. They got that soft skin. But they don't throw them under the bus, but they end up in the water. Uh, it's, a, it's some cement tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tread water. Shout out to Big Pokey. So shifting gears. Here we go again. Everybody thinks that I hate Jay-Z, so why not throw another Jay-Z story on the fire here? Saul Williams criticized Jay-Z views in back-to-back Instagram posts. You guys are up on that story? Yes, yes. sir. So, Saul, for those that don't know, Saul Williams, because I never knew who he was until this actually happened, 
Um, he's a spoken word, whatever you call artist, I guess you would call him, whatever you would call him. And he had took issues with Jay-Z's comments about um, having economic power is what's going to get, what's going to help to get the black community out of uh, poverty or a poverty situation. Um, and Saul comes back and he says, throughout history, it shows that Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all everybody who were civil rights leaders, they weren't financially influential. They were just ready to get boots on the ground and get it done. Where do you guys stand on this? Well, I'm actually, I'm actually going to side with Jay-Z because look how far that got us. We're still second-class citizens to this day. So your you know stance is you want to try something different, what you're saying? No, not trying something different. There's only, um, I want to say Killer Mike said it best, or David Banner, one or two. Is that America only, America, America only sponsors two things, money and killing. So either we're going to kill off, kill a whole bunch of people to get what we want, or we either got to have a whole lot of money to get what we want. Because right. his comments was, somebody has made the mistake, and this is, this is Saul Williams' comments, Somebody has made the mistakes of equating money with freedom or money with it being the ultimate power. And do you guys think the, the well, I already know where you guys stands. We went on, we went over this ad nauseum um, that you guys think that Jay-Z is definitely the answer to it, the cure all to all. But do you guys think there is a little, uh, a, a little truth into what Saul is saying? Any truth into what he's saying? Yeah, because yeah, he's going based off of the past. Okay. Yeah. And the past is the facts. It's already written in stone. So he probably feels like he probably feels like some people feel like Jay-Z is quote unquote not the answer and won't figure it out. And that's definitely not it. So um I understand I understand both. Cause on one side, one could be more optimistic and on the other side he's feeling like history will never change when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, like I said, I, I can agree with both. I can get down with both because um, money, you know what I'm saying, money isn't freedom. I mean, if if we say that, then Bill Cosby wouldn't be where he is. Um, and so that's an example. And Jay-Z, I think people look at Jay-Z because he made the money and where he came from, and they looking at him as the modern-day, I don't know, savior. But he's not, man. He's just, uh, he's just helping us the people you know behind them and with them just to show a new way of doing things and but because everybody's still stuck in the old mindset they don't want to try the new ways but there's a certain way you got to move when you enter different levels of life or any game you know what i mean and you and you got to remember that he he brought up something about malcolm and martin didn't have the 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 funding or or anything like that well, they we wasn't making money like that back then. So yeah. game, the game, the game didn't change. It's getting and it's even getting more wide open to where people can literally start from the bottom and rise to the top much faster. So, you know, to be an entrepreneur back back then, shit, it was hard to stay black back then. I mean, he pointed out that there are throughout history, there there are there are been there's there's been millionaires throughout history that were black um do you guys think do you, do you, do you guys think because jay-z is who he is that uh we as a, we as a culture or we as a society period picks on him for for no good reason no i think i think the real issue is is that we have some of our own people that are so woke that they need to take a nap or go to sleep so if you don't go by their wavelengths or their mindset, or if you don't go by how they see it to be fit, then then you're Uncle Tom, your Uncle Ruck, or your Ruck is from the Boondocks, or you just you know, <clears throat> you're saying if you try a new way of doing it, they just slander you. Like Eric Reed is the number one offender. Like if you're not a hundred percent behind Kaepernick, then you 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 know saying you're just as good as a racist. But he's not though, so I, that's in a whole another story though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you so, get what I'm saying though. So basically, if if they don't fit, if 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 Jay's thinking doesn't fit into their agenda, that's the reason why we attack him. 
that's the reason why they attacked him. Goldie, this, this all it boils down to is that we look, we're thirsting for a black leader, right? And the first, and I think for the first time in a long time, we think or we thought depends on who you are and where you at. Um, would bring up Obama. Now that Obama is gone, uh, Jay Z is the next best thing, and don't be surprised if they throw Braun in there. But the thing about it is, they expect it from him. You know what I'm saying? So, but there's just like there's a lot of people that expect him to be our leader and, and for him to make important decisions, which he shouldn't have to because he's he's a goddamn entertainer right. at the end of the day. <laughs> but does but today's world is being driven by influence. He probably one of the biggest ones next to the other ones that don't care about being a leader. Drake, you know what I mean? So he's Canadian, as so much, he don't count. Okay, yeah. but we we buy the music. We got. We got Kanye. <laughs> you know, he don't count either. But it, but there's other <laughs> but there's other people there's other people that don't like Jay for for whatever reason it could be personal it could be they just never liked his music or didn't like him just in general and so and those same people probably go along those same vibes as bro this is how history was and I don't see it changing the way you're thinking it's going to change by doing it your way. So you know, I don't know. Because Smash thinks for Smash swears that I hate Jay Z. Oh, you do. Why? Because <laughs> er- everything that come on about him, you you gotta you gotta pick at him, man. You gotta throw the jabs at Jay. You know. What, what jabs have I drawn at Jay besides the NFL? What other jabs have I drawn at this man? You you were throwing jabs on this one, wasn't you? Earlier, wasn't no, he Gio? No, no. I did not. I don't. I don't think you like Jay Z, man. I, and that's, I. That's my stance. I don't think. What uh, alluding to what 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 BTG said that people are starving for a black savior, and I and I think that's too much to be putting on one man's shoulder, and it's asking mm-hmm. too much of that one man. So I don't want to pile on that that kind of thinking of that he's that you know we you know, do I want him to do you know I want I want Tyler Perry to do more I want Jay-Z to do more I want Oprah to do more I want I want all these people of multiple people right I want them to to do more but it just seems like that nobody's throwing Oprah under the bus nobody's throwing uh Tyler Perry under the bus but it seems like every time we turn around Jay-Z's getting thrown under the bus and I'm just pointing it out you know, I'm just don't kill a messenger. So, but the only thing that I was critical of was him in the NFL and seeing how it just the optics of it was just bad. But I don't hate Jay Z. I mean, I, I want to see him um, continue doing what he's doing because everybody everybody's agenda is differently. You know what I'm saying? How, how you wanna how you raise your family and how I raise my family may be different, but we get the same results. You get what I'm saying? So you how he how he gets. The black movement and the culture to point A to point B. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go inside with BGG on this one. Just give it some time and wait. Let's see how it happens. Nah, <laughs> how is that for changing, Smash? <laughs> hey, you, you you're trying to come around. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I guess. I, guess I, I don't. I don't hate the brother. I just, I just didn't like the NFL. I didn't like the the NFL situation. And I still don't like the NFL situation. I'm still waiting the outcome of that. But. Um, just like he went to bat for, and that's another thing. Like he went to bat for, for Cap. You know, it's like Cap threw mud in the man face in in in, in, su- in such a short in a short term way. You know, because he's sticking his neck out for all these people, and he's not getting the results that he's expected. So, and then this gets thrown in his face like it's your fault. You know, just like this, he, he makes a comment about economics that people he want want people to be economic empowered to make change. And how do we know that's going to make change? How we know it's not going to make change? Because history has never shown that to be a, a, a deciding factor. So instead of Saul giving him the chance to to cook, he just went out and said, that's not how you do it. I wanted to ask a question to, to y'all based off what BTG had at or said, um, why, why, why do blacks feel like we need a, a savior? Like, why are we looking for a savior? It's been like that since. It's been like that since ever. You know oh, why? And, uh, but, but that's what but Smash. We what we've been taught that we've been taught that since the shackles because we look up to one person now. Uh, it's not too many black people that I don't know 
that don't say Jesus is their Lord and Savior. And that's just off of GP. They not even they not even going to church or anything like that. They they just know G moms was at Sunday school thumping that Bible, and and Jesus was all we had. Cause we look for something. We look for some type of 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 joy, something from to get away from this madness. And that's why we that's why we're attached to certain people like like Pop or uh, you know anybody that was an influence and that we lost. It tore us apart. We never met them in our lives. But the impact, like me, I, I still get teary-eyed and, and from time to time can't listen to a nip song. I, I just can't. When I um when I did the episode with Goldie, I was crying. Cause yeah. he really meant something to me. So we look for that person that we can look forward to that that and then we put them on a pedestal and then that's where you get the worship and things like that. And then sometimes it can blind you and it seems like they can't do no wrong. And then, but we also think of too much of them. Like we want so much. Right. Look at what Tyler Perry has done. But I bet you, there's people out there that are saying, "Well, we still need more. We need more yep. because we so much has been taken away from us, and we weren't allowed to have certain things. So when we get the opportunity to get in that position, we want to overdo it. And that's what um, that's how I kind of feel. Like I know, like like you were saying, I agree with everything you were saying because, like, but I feel like because we put so much pressure on that person to be the savior that nobody wants to step up to just lead because it's a lot of pressure and every little thing you do is scrutinized and people just aren't ready to accept that they want to do like the Tyler Perry's and Oprah's doing doing their little thing here and there in the you know in the dark or in the shadows because they don't want to carry the whole um, burden of the culture on on their back and shoulders. So, well, well, I, I mean, or and, or they're probably tired of the culture because, oh. like, um, you guys probably heard me say this before, but like, you can't save the hood. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, and we all we all come from you know not luxurious lifestyles. You know, what I'm saying, but we all now, we all doing well for ourselves now. Now, and, I, I want you to elaborate on that a little bit, though. I mean, uh, uh, Gio, because I hear that all the time that you can't save the hood. Has anybody tried to save the hood? I mean, you, yes, you got I somebody. Tried. Yeah, you, you got. Yeah, the last person, the last, the last, the last artist that we lost. Well, well, it's a difference, and, and it's a difference though, BTG, of trying to save the hood and have that degree of separation from the hood. You get what I'm saying? Like you can, well, you can, you can, you can save the hood from a, from a distance. You don't have to be immersed directly in the hood to save the hood. You, you get mm, what I'm saying? See, I, I I agree and I disagree. Yeah, I do too. You, I do too. Because you, you don't you don't have to be near me. You could you could be in Bel Air, right. but I still need to be able to t- to touch you. Right. That's why I prefer. In if, if the, I don't know if this is a good example or not, I prefer smaller churches over over mega churches. Why? Because I want to be able to have a personal relationship with the pastor. Right. Like I, I can go up there and touch you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I don't want you to be preaching from TV or I got to be way up in the stands and I don't never really had a chance to meet you. I want to be able to meet that person that's teaching me some uplifting words. So, I mean, I I don't know, man. It's. Uh, we put a lot of pressure. We never really think about this. These people are human beings. And Smash, I really want to go back to you because you're a conspiracy guy, right? Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. So what's the narr- So what's the narrative? What's the narrative when 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 a black man get big and start talking and being a heavy influence? What happens? To what you mean? Assassinate his character first. Yeah, everybody exactly. try to try to tear him down. I mean, no, 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 no. Not assassinate his character. Assassinate him. Period. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Look at look, look at all. Well, look at this. Let's look at the past leaders. If I'm not mistaken, Martin was taken out. Malcolm was taken out. Right. Ma- Malcolm was taken out by his own people. Yeah, his own people. So people that's took Malcolm out. So okay. That's, that was not assassination. I, I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching that one. Well, they, oh. well, they, they they felt he got bigger than his britches. They they felt he got bigger than 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 the, the nation. So. Um, it wasn't his his Anytime, voice any, his voice wasn't in line with the nation, so they they felt it was better to do without him than do with him. I still say that's assassination, though. I I, I, no, I feel the same thing, a... and I feel like and I feel like somebody else was behind him. 
but that's a whole another story. And I don't want nobody to come to my crib. But everybody, <laughs> everybody that has, that spoke up or told the truth or was about to tell the truth, they no longer here, bro. Yeah. True. And I would, and this, and this, and this, this, I would say this, not just, well, yeah, this planet in general, bro, has a lot of secrets, a lot of secrets that we don't know about, but we assume and we feel. And I'll just leave it at that. Because that, I mean, a lot of black, and black people know. Boy, black people know. <laughs> you, we, we, can see the, we can see the smoke before we smell it. And we out of it. So, to, so to, to Gio, so you're saying yeah. that nobody, nobody just want to endure the pressure. They just, they just, they no, I'm not, not saying that. It's not, it's not people that want to endure the pressure. It's that people. I still say my personal experience like you go and try to help someone out right you're saying you give them all the tools you give them the blueprint whatever whatever at the end of the day they never want to help they just want to handouts you know what I'm saying and and there's like you know say people complain about being poor and people complain about minimum wage and people complain about not having this that and third but the real and the real reality is 99% of the people that are poor is because they chose to be poor or at least in America, you choose it to be poor. starting to sound like Kanye right now. So, and see, that's why. I'll say that's that's not, why I kind of differ. I, I, I differ on opinion on that because we we don't come from a we don't come from money. Yeah, a lot of people money, a lot not... of people come up because of money. Like it's 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 a harder role for if it's ten of us, if it's ten minorities. Trying to trying to get to to what we consider to be uh, a place of, 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 of some kind of life goal, and you have 10, 10 other ten Caucasians doing the same thing. The numbers, just the just the sheer numbers of, of how they are started, they're they're to have a higher. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't have a head start. I'm just I'm just saying the people that are in the gutter, you can get out the gutter. Like everybody wants the glory, but nobody wants to put in the work. Yeah, but there, but there, but there's a sal- there's a salary cap though, Gio. Because yeah, there's a salary cap, but you could be there is a salary cap. I'm not disagreeing with that, but like you don't have to be like you don't have to be you could you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. You could set yourself up where you know what I'm saying you could uh, you know take vacation. Buy every once in a while. Buy what you want. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, the world, the world right now is structured for people to win, but at the same time, we're talking about we're talking about leaders, though. We're talking about cats yeah. that that, yeah, that we so can, I'm saying that we can actually believe. Right, 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 right. Go back to what I'm. Well, that's a whole other discussion. But go back to the leaders. They're probably tired of trying to help people out because, like, like. When you guys started coming up or whatever, you, I'm pretty, pretty sure you have people like, oh, let me hold this or let me get that. You'd be like, nah, I'll teach you how to make, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give you $5. I'll teach you how to make $5. And the next thing you know, they just slander your name. Talking about, oh, you're I, uppity, you're bougie. But, but Gio, think about it like this. This is where I'm coming from. This is why I truly believe that a lot of black folks are not stepping up how we feel like they should step up to where we can believe in them and, and in multiple black people. I think it's because it's the three major things: uh, these these uh, these network corporations, these um, these record companies, and these owners of these sports teams. When Jay Z finally signed that deal, I was thinking of him being more strategic. You can't you can't believe that Jay Z can just walk up in these NFL meetings and say this needs to be done, that needs to be done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, they might be using him, but Jay-Z has to figure out a way to get what he wants, which could be, you know, answering his people. But he just can't walk up in there and start demanding stuff because in all honesty, they don't need him. But they want right, to fix no. an issue. They want to fix an issue that they know that he'll have an, a heavy influence on. But at the same time, he just can't go up in there and do everything. But we expect him to do it because we put him on that pedestal because he where he where we've gotten where he's gotten himself. Yep. Right. Well, my answer to that is, yeah, I agree with everything you said. My answer to that is, we start our own. But then if we try to start our own, we're just gonna get shut down because we we definitely don't have the media. And then we also have a problem. Just the black community has a problem of supporting 
pack businesses. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. we, I think at the same time, it's not about just trusting each other, but it's knowing that it's a it's a salary cap on anything we do, bro. Yeah, we don't yeah, own right. we don't we don't own anything major. We had to wait. I'm 37 years old. I I, I mean, I, and I'm young. But if some people didn't live long enough to see Tyler Perry do to, to see what he did. So so it's like, man, some some of it I feel like 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 these black these black entertainers and and uh, athletes and stuff like that that have you know millions and, and maybe there's a few that have a billion dollars, they like look, man, it's very hard trying to to back my people, even though I have all this money. It's not going to work like that. I think it's possible, but bro, we, it, we I don't think nothing's going to change unless we all figure it out together. We expect one think, person to figure it out. It's not going to happen. Right. No, I said the only way it changes is if we start investing in ourselves, which we don't. And, and that we don't. And, and that is my major rub. That that's and remember that was the argument that we had when when this NFL thing happened with Jay Z. It's like we don't. We truly don't need anybody to do what we do. You know, going going back and referring back to Black Panther, to see that black, that black buying power take effect, it shows that we don't need them, but for some reason we have to we have to co-mingle with them for some reason. And in my mindset, we really don't have to, but for some reason we choose to. Goey, and that yeah, also bro. goes into watch this, man. That also goes <laughs> back to what we just said about we looking up to somebody. Right. Do you realize people was wearing daishikis to the damn <laughs> movie, right? Huh? That didn't go with that tribe at all. Right. There's some people that really think Wakanda is a real place. Yep. And they got a, and there was a lot of people that was emotional over this damn panther. You want to know why? Because it showed black excellence, it showed leadership, and it showed hope. Right. That's why. Something to grab onto. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. Ignorance is bliss. Um, But I want to switch gears here a little bit. I want to... I want to touch on this this T.I. fresh off of the, the hymen gate. Now he has oh seen to, he just seems to have to always be in they the, him, though. That was in a setup, the mess. Though, man. But but that's not what I want to talk about though. It just seems like he's always putting himself in a position to be in. You know, he's like the guy that's always ear hustling to me right now. So T.I. speaks out on Nipsey Hustle's legendary status in response to WAC 100. Okay. And I definitely wanted I wanted, you know, I wanted you on this one, uh, BTG, because you you know you are West Coast correspondent, so I definitely want to get your <laughs> get your take on this. And and I'm not coming from. Do I think in my eyes? Do I think he's a legend? Yes, I do. Um, but my reason may be totally different from your reason. But but I really want to focus on is um what 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 do you deem or what do you what is the criteria for bec- for being a legend? But and I don't really want to focus on the negativity of of what he's saying. But what is our criteria for deeming someone to be a legend? Yeah, so the criteria for a legend is within that individual itself. It's not for you know saying you can't. Example is like you can't say like I could say my mom's a legend. You'd be like, man, your mom was just a basic person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in, your but eyes, in my she's, eyes, she's a legend. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You don't know the, the connections we had or the stuff she did. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing with Nipsey. Like, I, I, I know for a fact that Nipsey's a legend in California. You know what I'm saying? And then, but then if you go to New York, you go to pe- New York, there's people that never heard of him, never heard of his music, never heard of his movements, never heard of what he did for the community, none of that stuff. <clears throat> and to them, obviously to them, he's not going to be a legend, but it's all, it's all about, uh, I guess for that individual's experience. That was uh that was actually very well said. I mean, yeah, legend is like what you make of it. I mean, um, it is pretty much where you where you're at because, like you said, Gio, uh, and, and actually, like in another example, that is like how we talked about off wax with Wu Tang. Like they're legends to a lot of people, in New York or wherever. But like 
down south, they they were legends to to myself. But um, I think a lot of people with this Nipsey thing are are I don't want to say like playing off his death. Yeah, like yeah, they they trying to act like they might have been closer to him than he was than they were. And I don't know their whole relationship, so I can't really speak on that all the way. But I just don't feel like. I believe like I'm I'm one of those people that like appreciate people while they're here. You know what I'm saying? Get like they say, give them the roses while they're here. So if I didn't see you rocking with Nipsey like that when he was here, and like I said, I don't know them like that, then I'm not really thinking that your thing is sincere. It's just a show. Like like you're saying, cloud chasing. So I, I don't know. I, I this one kind of bothers me because I don't think everybody that has said that they're they were rocking with Nipsey was rocking with Nipsey. So that's just my my two cents so, right there. But so BTG, before you before you give us your answer, so do you think? And, and it's it's kind of we we starting to see a trend here, Smash. Um, and we love Ti, so that would be we we don't we, we try not to do any Ti slander because we love Ti. Ti, <laughs> he is always. He, he, how can I say it? He, he has good intentions for everything that he does. He has good intentions. It just may come mm-hmm. off wrong, right? And I think right. this situation as well. Um, this is not like it's what a second occurrence going coming to the defense of Nipsey, but sometimes you know, sometimes you let let it play out. But smash, uh, but, but BTG, go ahead, throw your two cents in there, and and. Uh, Give us your thoughts on this, this situation. As far as as far as Ti, like I don't, uh, like I said, I didn't know what personal relationship he had with Nip, but uh, obviously he had a high level of respect. He was he was down there when we was actually barking at him from the West Coast because when he was talking all that Nip stuff online and this that and the third, we needed him on the front line. Like we needed him down there the day he got shot. Right. Um, as much as he talked um, I don't know man it, it feels funny because it feels like a lot of people is using Nip's name in his death just to you know like you said Cloud Chase um, but at the same time Nip had a lot of love he had a lot of love and the the way Wack is going about doing things is like he's it literally seems like he's trying to undo everything Nip tried to do and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say like, you know, Nip starting out the gate was, was who he is now. Like when I first ran into him, I I knew of him because of his, you know, what I knew about the streets, you know what I'm saying? And then I knew that he had an album, I mean, a mixtape that was pretty dope and cast around the hood would play it. So me, I looked at him as he was already a star to me because of the gang that he was from the work that I heard that he actually put in and what he was trying to do. So I was already in awe. Then you fast forward, um, I thought he was bigger than what, you know, a lot of people didn't really know about him. And I tell people from the East Coast, from the Midwest, from the South, that at the end of the day, I don't care if y'all feel like he was or wasn't. Like, people from L.A. knew how important he was. That's why it's kind of nerve-wracking to hear Wack talk about him that way because you want to talk talk about album sales and things like that. I don't think numbers make you a legend. You know what I'm saying? Because if we did that, I'm going to holler at my people in New York and be like, yo, Big only had two albums. Right. right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You take somebody like UGK, they were, they were Southern. You know, they blew up after Jay-Z touched them. But they were already legends in, in the South, oh, all across right. the South, you know. So it, it goes back to what 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 what, um, what Gio said. It's a legend. They're a legend into who's who's uh, who's around him and who knows him and who's interact with him. That's what gives a, a person legendary status, regardless if you think he's a legend or not. And his right. impact, right? You know what I'm saying? Like like I told you, I'm telling you right here as as a grown man. When, when when we got the news that Pac passed away, I was too young to to be in my emotions like that. But I knew how how serious it was. I knew how important he was to the culture at that age. And then you fast forward to Nip, man, I literally broke down crying, bro. I cried for days. 
You know what I'm saying? Like uncontrollably. And you just know. So I can't I can't sit up here and tell you like, yo, Goldie, whoever's like you like Master P. Master P is a legend. And not just what he did in the rap game, but just by where he came from. Right. A legend. A living legend. You know what I'm saying? When you can go to Chicago, like Common is a legend. And I I tell you right now, I've never bought a Common album. I don't know where I rank him, but it's not that high. But he is a legend. Yeah. No, but I'm just telling you, I'm being truthful. I think he's dope. And and the whole nine and I get it. But he's a legend, even if I don't rank him, you know? And, and we go to Atlanta. I know JD, a legend of what he did. So it's like you just know this stuff. I don't care if, if people have if people want to bring up numbers and album sales and streaming platforms and all that. Man, if it was an impact, it was an impact. Right. It impacted yeah. somebody. You know who else gonna go down as a legend? And and it might be funny, but you know who gonna go down as a, as, as one of the New York legends? Bobby Shimmerda. Watch. <laughs> He's gonna go down as a legend in New York. Um we'll 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 put a pin. He's on pace. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's he's gonna, on pace. I, I think he's gonna go. I think he's gonna be the same. He's gonna be the same route. Boosie. He, he's a legend. Yeah, he gets his chance to. Um, he gets his chance. He, he'll be out shortly. He'll get his chance to to build on. Like he definitely has the buzz. He definitely has. He, he did. He just did seven years. Right. He was the hottest thing smoking coming out. You know what I'm saying? He had he had one great single, and he had a follow up single that wasn't that bad. Went to jail, did it, didn't tell on nobody, and actually did more time because he didn't tell. Right, but at the end of the day, I, I think I think Gio summed it up best. It's you know you're, you're classified as a legend for who you impact. That legendary status may only be ten people, but in their eyes, that you're a legend. So it's you can't it, with with Wack trying to just pinpoint his impact and his legendary status on music. Then you may have a point, but you don't understand the, the the magnitude of other things that he's that he did outside of music. That where he was evolved. At some point in time, I believe had he still been walking off walking this earth, music would probably be like third on his list at some point in time. As he but got, but you older. know what's sad about it? He's the, he's he's masking the hate. Right. That's the part that bothers me is right. because you're doing this on purpose to piss off people to get on camera. Right. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if Nip was alive, you wouldn't be talking reckless like that. And you damn sure wouldn't be talking reckless about him. Right. Right. And, that, and that's why I say that's where clout, that's why I think it's all about clout chasing for him to be, you know, I mean, that's probably maybe the folks on the West Coast know who, know, know who Wack, Wack is. So it's not. Well, like, we know we know the we know the backstory. That's why Cass is not afraid to disrespect him. But at the same right. time, he's out here doing something that can cause a lot of damage to the city again. Like people don't people know L.A. because they watch Colors and they seen Boys in the Hood and Menacing Society. But you don't know the history of these gangs and what it and and what it took for Nip to do for all these cats to be on one street and not fighting and killing each other. And he and and it seems like he's trying to undo that. You don't know how, like our PTSD go up off of that. I'm a grown ass man. I shouldn't have to worry about no gang wars anymore. Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. So, anything left on the docket, Smash? Nah, no sir, no sir. Been a good conversation. Yeah, it's, it's been, definitely been a good one, man. I definitely want to thank. BTG and, and Gio for always coming through the clutch. You know you guys are talking brothers to the end. Um, Smash, any closing words? I do. I, I, I got something. I don't I don't really want to answer. Just I want y'all to think about it and um, we can talk about it later, but just sparking back up what we talked about, but if you had the money, what would you do or would you be the savior of the culture? So just think about that and then Let's get back on that a little bit later. So why you open that can of worms and you don't want nobody to speak on? I because I want them to, <laughs> I want them to think about it and and have a and tell me what they would do. Like I want them to actually think about this, not just spur the moment, but think about it. Like that's, that's like telling us that's like telling us at twelve o'clock on Christmas, 
you can over your president, but you can't play with it. Right. You, yeah. you, can, you can look at him, but you just can't touch him. I mean, here goes this president. Here goes this president. President, you've been wanting all year. Unwrap it and take your ass to bed. Yeah. Hey, you can touch we, it later. We gonna we gonna come back to it later. We can do it short or whatever. We come back to it later and and discuss that one. Geo. Oh, I already got Smash's answer. I've been. That's something I've been thinking about. You, you can't answer it right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer it right now, but can't I already got your answer. Right. Just to let you know. Just to let you know, I got your answer. And, and Put that will, toy back under the tree. Right. Don't touch it. <laughs> Take your tail to bed. We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> After yeah. Santa eat his cookies and milk. Any closing words, Gio? Uh, no, no closing words. Been a good year. Been a busy year. And, uh, and I think this is my last trip for the year. Anyway, uh, B- <laughs> BTG, <laughs> any closing words? We know that's not a true statement. Yeah, you, we know you got to go back and forth. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no getting around. You in the globe trotter for no reason, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, man. On the serious note, man, uh, in October, in October, my aunt was in a, 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 a terrible car crash um, totaled her car out and then you fast forward until last week my sister-in-law uh, was in a wreck on the freeway and almost lost her mom this is the holidays people uh, we need to take this seriously uh, the, the weather has changed it's cold people are rushing people um, it's just everybody's on 10 you know because it's the holidays and they're trying to get home trying to get home to their families you got a bunch of idiots out here that's drinking and driving in the midst of all this we, it seems like we're at the height of you know people coming up missing and things like that and what I, and the message is to stick close to your family pay attention keep your head on the swivel and slow it down and get home to your family that's what's up. and and to piggyback off of that this is the holiday season um it doesn't take a gift to, to make to make somebody's season happy you know so there's all think outside the box people a little bit and, and understand that it's not about just giving a physical gift but you can give a mental gift a hug goes a long way you know so but follow us on instagram twitter facebook join the facebook group is always stimulating conversation there share subscribe tell your friends tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend so with that being said, much love, and we out. Oh, and my, and my Lakers is 2-0 on the road so far. <laughs> See? Well, all right. it, it only took him 55 minutes to get it. Peace. <laughs> we have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year group. Get down. Hit it, fellas.